Three. What's going on, guys? Welcome to our third episode of the Finance Hub. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Drew. And today, we're first going to start off talking about China's protests over uh, COVID-19 lockdown and Apple protesting on this as well. So let's just give ourselves a round of applause, I think, because this is our third episode. Wow, we've come far. And yeah. we know how to actually open up a podcast. Here we are, guys. We actually prepared this time. Yep. We got a list of things to talk about just back from Thanksgiving break. And yeah, just excited. This wasn't like a, just a one and done thing. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully um, it's not a one and done thing because I really enjoy this. Yeah, so. same here. So with uh, China's protests right now, COVID restrictions um, being really tight right now in China, um, I'd this is going to be a big impact on multiple uh, companies with their manufacturing as a lot of companies uh, get their products from China and ship to the U.S. So we could be possibly seeing a shortage of some stuff. What do you think, Andrew? So, yeah, basically, if you guys don't know, on the news recently, um, China's really tightened up on COVID restrictions because COVID keeps on getting uh, worse and worse there, surprisingly, after two years where they're still dealing with it but um yeah so the public's not too thrilled with that a lot of protests a lot of violence going on over there that's already affecting the uh, chinese stock market along with with all those protests you also have apple employees protesting and that's due to like unfair pay work conditions etc um but yeah i'm thinking you're right uh, a lot of companies in the U.S. get their like intermediary goods from China, which intermediary goods are like goods that you buy that are can like be implemented in something else. So like, say I'm making a truck, I need an engine, I outsource the engine to China. That's my intermediary, uh, intermediary good because that goes into the truck. But yeah, definitely, um, I it's it's gonna be a rough ride. Yeah. Um, I mean, how long do you think this is going to probably last specifically? Well, the protest or just like... uh, just the restrictions? Oh, uh, I give or take probably midway through 2023. OK, so at least I that's like that's actually a very long outlook. Yeah, that's a long that's, outlook. That's really long. That, yeah, that's going to have I mean, from but now it's just going to keep on getting worse down there. Or yeah. Over there. And I mean, just like with how long that is from now, I mean, that's going to, like said before, that's going to have, a, it's going to hit some companies with their manufacturing and like just make supplies. So you think less. supply is going to, it's going to like the supply chain, it's going to like be strained kind of? I think it might be, I think it's going to be strained. It's going to be possibly like some products may be harder, a little bit harder than before to access possibly yeah. just because like there's, um, through this less like products being made and that could lead to like prices rising yeah. for some products as well we're gonna also see this in other companies not just apple like, yeah no like, that's what i mean other like companies you got as well. you got yeah. sweatshops in china also you have sweatshops in india and stuff like that if this is happening in china yep um you could see nike you know like clothing brands that companies. outsource yeah most of their stuff or that from produce, these other countries yeah, produce abroad yeah like Apple in the next few months, I could probably if this like if this keeps on going and they aren't producing in China, I could really see their stock taking a hit. 
Yeah. Maybe buy like I don't Apple stock is around 150 bucks. They gained a dollar today, surprisingly, with all this news. Uh I could see it probably going down to 130, maybe 120. But that's just my prediction. I honestly don't know how much that would affect it because I know there's a lot of sales at home, but that would bring their operating costs up and through the roof. Yeah. And that's not good for them. So yeah. And um also I I guess we could add this topic. Um I think I saw something where Apple products are actually like there's not the demand is starting to decrease for Apple products now. What do you think on that? Like, do you think that's like a is that like a uh, relevant study? Like, you think that's actual like that's an actual uh, that kind of like demand for their products decreasing that does surprise me because I mean Apple's such a highly like you know most people. They go to for their products like computers, phones, um, even like extra accessories like um, sometimes like headphones, um, cases. Like they'll go to Apple to get that stuff. And I mean, but now there's else? all there's still all these other competitors. That is true. Like but... there's all these new tech products coming out, and not every like at least I think it's demand for the newer products. Because now yeah. when Apple comes out with a new phone, maybe the iPhone 16 or whatever, I don't even know. What are we on? 14? 14, yeah. Yeah, so it's whenever they release a new phone, it's no one, like, there's not as much demand as there used to be back in the day for it. Because it's there's, like, minor, they make That's it seem say. like yeah, there there's are, such big changes. There really aren't. There's there, minor changes. Oh, I mean, wow. usually. You added a camera. Congratulations. I really want the iPhone 15, guys. Instead of three cameras, it has four. I'm going there. <laughs> I'm going and dropping a thousand dollars. I mean, it really is just like you're saying, like it's minor changes that they make. They hype it up so much, but it really is minor changes. Like another camera being added on or the camera quality being better or the battery life being slightly better. Yeah. Those really, yeah. I mean, how much else can you like, really add to the iPhone for them? Be, yeah, like, I have, I have an iPhone 10. I'm perfectly content with the iPhone 10 or the iPhone X, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, I honestly like, yeah, I have my upgrade soon. Obviously, I get the free upgrade, but um, after waiting two years, at least for my plan. But it's just like, why do I need so? Like, if you release a product today, a new product today, like I'm not gonna, no one's gonna jump for it any, anymore because they know yeah. that it's like nothing big. Like, oh, iPhone nine for my iPhone ten, or maybe it was iPhone eight had the uh, finger scanner. Yep, and then it went to the face thing. And that was really the only big, uh, the face scan. Yeah. And that was the only big difference. And like, oh yeah, everyone thought that was cool. But now since we're getting such like, so adjusted to all this new technology. New techno, what else new can be created yeah, yeah. that will up well, That will Apple. blow our minds away. Like the face scan or something. What are we next going to get a flip flown Apple phone? That would be a folding, <laughs> yeah. a folding touchscreen phone would actually be kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> um, I, but I think that's what, uh. Samsung's already doing. Yeah, yep. yeah. Samsung, I'm pretty sure is the one yeah. that's doing that. My parents are a big uh, Samsung phone consumers, so I mean, they have they have like these phones that are like the little like a size of a literal tablet. Mm. I'm like, how the hell do you put it in your pocket? <laughs> I don't know. They're um, Samsungs are underrated. If I didn't have an Apple phone, yeah, no, I'd I would go, go Samsung as well if I didn't have Apple. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So. That's the outlook on. That's our outlook, at least on uh, Apple. I don't know. If, do you have anything else to add to that? Um, what we just went over. Yeah, nothing in particular. Uh, well, I guess we can move on. Uh, we don't really. 
we have a lot of random things to talk about. Maybe we'll just go over the market briefly of what's going on right now. So basically, um, after the month of uh, November, wait, yeah, November, I guess, um, consumer, wait, no, was it, is it November? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I'm capping. It's October. October. <laughs> it's October. So, yep. So, uh, the Fed came out with their uh, annual monthly reports in the month of October. It was uh, seen that consumer spending went up, which is kind of not surprising, but it also was adjusted for like the change in seasons. So, like, since we're coming into the holiday season, it was adjusted for that, and there was still a point increase. So that that was kind of cool, and most of the spending was on, uh, you like know, like food, cars, yeah, utilities, food, basic goods, kind of everyday necessity. Surprisingly, cars though. That's that's actually surprising that people are buying more cars, mm. especially with, you know, interest rates through the roof, all yeah. that. Like I'm I'm not taking out a loan to buy a new car right now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be expensive. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah. yeah, that's the state of the economy right now. So. With those figures, at least, um, the Fed's expected to increase the funds rate by half a percentage point, which is 50 basis points, which is relates to a 0.5% uh, uh, increase in rates. Yeah. Yep. So I think interest, what's interest at right now? Is it 4.5? Something like that. Or it's up there. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't even know what interest rates are right now. Yeah, just giving a bunch of random stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, look at us. You sure you don't know what today's it is? national? We got 30 year mortgage rate trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look um, at yeah, isn't it like four For, from at least yesterday? I think it's like four percent. It's close to that. It's no, it should match the 10 year, shouldn't it match the 10 year? Yeah. Imagine, yeah, it matches the ten-year Treasury bond, usually. Yeah, it's like range. I mean, this is at least from like November. When I'm looking at November second, twenty twenty-two, target range is like three point seven five, the four percent. Yeah, so range. they're the Fed's supposed to raise it by half a percentage point, which is kind of which is a lot better than what we were going at before, which was seventy-five basis points. So yeah. I'm glad. So they're letting up a bit as they're seeing the economy change uh, with these uh, fluctuations in the interest rate. Obviously, they're constraining the economy less, which is good for us investors. But at the same time, um, I just hope they don't overdo it to the point where we go into a recession. Like it could be argued we're in a recession right now. I think we argued about this last podcast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. It, it could just get a lot worse oh, very quick, too. So if they, they got to watch their step with what they're doing and what they're implementing. So, yeah. And then, um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about right now? Let's talk about uh, Twitter and <laughs> their Apple feud right now about Twitter possibly taking off of the App Store. Yeah, that was kind of nuts. I saw that. Like, I I follow Elon Musk on Twitter, yeah. obviously. Um. I'm a big Twitter guy. I'm always on Twitter. Uh, and it's just interesting to see what goes down on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. So I saw Elon Musk tweet out saying that uh, Twitter is probably going to get 
uh, removed from the App Store, which would be crazy, right? Yeah, that would be definitely interesting. A lot of people have Twitter and stuff and Apple iPhones. Uh, Twitter, Twitter would go bankrupt at Yeah, that point. yeah. But I it's mean, also weird because why would you? It 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 didn't make sense why the company was rumored to be taking Twitter off of the App Store. Yeah, like there hasn't been anything like done. There is no action to do it except it for, kind of just happened. Like, okay, we're gonna possibly like there's rumor that yeah. there is, and there's no like back. We're gonna possibly remove you from the app store for what reason? For what specific reason? You know, yeah, a valid exactly. reason why shouldn't you? If this is gonna because if Twitter is gonna be censored you know, free speech, <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Because of Twitter, I mean, if it's you know having that on the app store, you know, benefiting Apple, people are downloading Twitter, and then it's it's kind of well, like a win win. Twitter is a free app, so that and uh, you can now like in Twitter. Obviously, if you want to be verified, you can pay eight bucks like a month, which is a good revenue stream for yeah. Twitter. But through the App Store, I don't think Apple really makes anything unless there's like a certain quota. That yeah, there might be hit. a quota or something yeah. like that. Probably or maybe Twitter probably pays Apple to be on the App Store. Yeah, obviously. that's probably. And so I think. I saw something that says like Apple takes thirty percent of the sales of uh Twitter something being like on the app store. Something like that, yeah. Interesting. Because they pay to be on the app store, but like I I don't know really how it works. Yeah. But no, that's definitely (laughs) that's definitely something definitely interesting that this just kinda happened out of nowhere. Oh out of nowhere, yeah. You have lawmakers left and right, uh politicians talking to CEOs, and then you get this (laughs) where everyone's coming in out on one person at once. Yeah. So yeah, but with that's interesting because that was debunked though. So mm. I I just want to like mention that. Uh, apparently they're they're on good terms. Apple and Twitter. He just met with um Apple CEO the other day or yesterday I think. He posted a tweet of him them together. On, no, on the Apple like on the Apple like headquarters campus. <laughs> yeah so i was like oh god that's funny so yeah i guess they came to like an agreement or like resolved whatever was going on which that's good for twitter good for, yeah, and twitter apple and... because i feel like apple would get a lot of backlash over it exactly that's what i mean that's that, the... that was the argument the argument was that apple is against free speech and then they were pointing <laughs> at the china protests and how that they're kind of like trying to minimize their like workers voices about like what's happening over there, obviously, and then you have this with Twitter, so it was interesting to look at. Yeah, I mean that the fact that they're on good terms and just for that tweet, it shows it like win-win scenario. Okay. Yeah, right. It is. It is. That's a good thing. I I am excited to see where Twitter goes because this could be like the next step for social media companies or social media platforms. If you think about it, like yeah. no one's Twitter is upfront about everything that's going on right now that's their like number one goal is to be like a hundred percent transparent to the public which i think is cool and you don't have that with like instagram and stuff like that obviously or facebook but like this can revolutionize the social media industry i guess yeah which is very so we'll see how this goes uh i think i think they're gonna do um better than instagram and Snapchat and that stuff. Probably within the next two years, I think Twitter will be above them. At least Snapchat. Snapchat's going through the mud. <laughs> Snap Plus. Yeah, that's Snap Plus. Who's gonna? I mean, who's buying? What are that? you gonna use that for? Yeah. Well, I don't need no. 
<laughs> what's well, well, offered? Yeah, like something with your Bitmoji, yeah, like Bitmoji. Maybe have your story on longer than like than like twenty four hours. hours. You know? Who's gonna need wow, that? I'm gonna pay eight bucks a month so that my uh story stays on a little bit longer. I couldn't possibly care. You can change the color of like the snap logo like, <laughs> oh yeah the icon itself yeah oh, the icon itself wow i'm pretty sure you can do that oh wow, snap you guys are really looking for money aren't you <laughs> yeah no but that's that's um yeah that's my thoughts on twitter and also why i think twitter is going to be above and beyond so obviously when elon musk uh acquired the company uh they lost a lot of like advertising deals with other companies and corporations obviously so now what Twitter's doing is they're offering incentives to said companies to have them come back on the platform and advertise their products and stuff, which obviously they're trying to bring demand back for their advertisement. Yeah. And it's interesting because there is like an example of this was like if a company invests like 500K to uh, advertise for like a month or something, Twitter would match it and actually double it. So Twitter would give them like a million, not that you wouldn't hand out a million dollars to the company, but a million dollars worth of advertisement. So they're not losing money. Yeah. They're trying to bring back demand. And I think there's like a million dollar cap anyway. So they're just, so say you spend 500,000 for one month of advertising, they double that. Then you get a million worth of advertising for, so say you want to do that for three months, you get the other two months free technically and that doesn't cost twitter anything yeah it's a good way to get businesses that's, back though yeah that's kind of the incentive and stuff trying to make it a win-win scenario yeah, and i mean and hey that's good for them twitter yeah. 2.0 that's that you don't see that with other uh companies and actually like releasing that to the public too and letting people know like yeah that's that's something i don't know i i personally love twitter's uh management right now so that's where I'm at. All right. So do we want to talk about our next topic? Oh, this is interesting. Go ahead. So for our next topic, we have Neuralink being tested in animals. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah. And this is generally a chip that's put in animals and it's supposed to potentially cure different things such as blindness and uh paralysis yeah so yeah no that's cool um i don't know how confident I yeah i'm not it. that very confident right would, now like about having that in yeah. my brain yeah my head. no i wouldn't so i've addressed that yet because <laughs> cool i did see a video on twitter i'm always on twitter now um of a monkey actually like scrolling like a cursor with his brain it was nuts like so they'd highlight like um a word on a screen yep like in yellow and the monkey would react to it and go to touch it but you didn't need a mouse or anything you just use his head which is kind of cool yeah it's a little scary though because like what if something goes wrong there and how, like how do you do that like do you have to think about it do you have to think about moving the cursor or do you like Maybe like point your head one way and it goes like, yeah. How does it work? That's it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. And I mean, like, yeah. what if something goes wrong yeah, with yeah. that? Like, what if something doesn't malfunction in the chip? I did see too that. So it's tested on animals right now. 
apparently in maybe time span of six months, there could be human uh, experiments, which is scary. Well, I'm not online for that yeah, right now. <laughs> you know how yeah, sick crazy. it would be if you could get an implant in your head and you could like literally look at like your social media feed like not with you don't even need not with your phone or computer you You just just see see, it in your eyes yeah that's that would be sick that would be i don't know i i definitely i don't know give it some time i would give it some time before trying that you'd have to catch me on a bad day to yeah (laughs) something in my head i swear yeah oh that's so yeah Yeah, but it's cool i guess um yeah it definitely is interesting it's cool for the curing part yeah that's the potential especially like paralysis I don't know how you could really do blindness, but paralysis would definitely be something like big. Yeah, there must be something. I mean, with the blindness, like something that like triggers your vision to turn on, and you're able to so see. Maybe it things. Can, or... I I haven't done any research on Neuralink, but I'm assuming there's something in your brain. Like I know I've taken psychology and stuff. I've seen like the parts of the brain. There's probably a certain part of the brain that is just like if you're blind, it's probably not activating correctly so probably if you put the chip over there or something maybe something will happen who knows yeah <laughs> that's my best shot at it honestly <laughs> with a scene what happens yeah well won't be seen for me yeah 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 okay let's um move on i guess because we've hit all our topics really quickly now what does that leave us with <laughs> uh Mike, give me something. Um, let's talk about. Let's go back to Disney. You want to go back to Disney? Let's I did about, see something about. Let's Disney. talk about Disney. Okay. Let's go so, back to that about how maybe they're doing right now with uh their new uh well bye bye before CEO that's back at Disney now. So I did see something about Bob Iger. Um, so his. He's he's wanted to retire from this company for like a minute now. And um obviously he was a really good CEO, just the only like failing that he had or falling out was uh leaving the company and leaving it in someone else's, someone hands, else's hands that wasn't really qualified for or to run the company correctly. Yeah. And so now he's back and he has two years to find a new CEO or a protege. So that will say. know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's his biggest challenge is finding the next Bob Iger, apparently. <laughs> so I I don't know exactly how the stock's been doing. Yeah. Um, they're currently at $98.46. Um so they're still up. Yeah, I mean, the last like month they've been like back pretty solid back and forth ish. Yeah. They had like their biggest drop was on November 9th, $86.75. Um, but like for the most part, I mean, it's been, they've been in like the nineties ish range. Yeah. That's, um, they're still, um, undervalued too, which is interesting. Yep. Yeah. They're down right now. Yeah. Well, depending on, I I don't really know. I feel like Disney is such a weird product to look or weird company to kind of pick at. There's so many different areas to it. You have so many streams of revenue from that company or corporation that you don't even know, like where do you start? Yeah, you start at their um, like amusement parks, which I honestly like so much hype over Disney amusement parks. But I feel like they make like a bulk of their money elsewhere as of now. Be after COVID, people are like, I don't want to go to an amusement park and 
you know, of risk getting like Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'd rather just get Disney Plus and watch movies and stuff, you know? Yeah. And then you have all other toys that they make in ESPN. Like, yeah, they're expanding. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do you what do you want to talk about Disney? Because I did my spiel. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say probably just um, just about Disney in general, kind of like their future specifically where they're where they're going i guess like rather than the whole like ceo um holding about like um the current ceo right now trying to find a new ceo that'll know how to like actually take it over uh so um I'll, I'll give you a question then where do you think they're gonna in the next like two decades so in the next 20 years what do you think they're gonna really like prioritize part of that company where do you think their spending is gonna go where do you think their like influence is gonna like go towards because you have all these stuff like amusement parks and then streaming services and then products like which one do you think they're going to specifically focus on and why um i think the biggest thing right now is i think it's going to be more so towards like movie stuff like streaming stuff rather than the parks because i know like the parks have had like big expansions right now lately like the whole like star wars land they had like a star wars hotel there all that i know disney doesn't have like I don't think they have like any giant plans to like build any. I know they have a one roller coaster that's going to be built like soon. That should be finished being built soon. But like in the long run, I don't really think they have like any like big, big plans for their theme parks. Like, and they don't have like any near plan or anything in the future about like a fifth theme park. Um, so I think it's going to be more so geared toward the movie area, um, like yeah. streaming sites. And like, I know like Marvel. Like, for example, like, just say, like, for Marvel, I know we had, like, a big, um, like, the whole thing with, like, the Iron Man phase, Captain America, all that. Love that. That ended. But, like, I mean, I don't see a stop in something like Marvel with the, what they have right now. I also don't see a stop with, like, Star Wars, what they have now. Because yeah. there's so many directions you can go with those type of movies. Yeah, true. And also, too, just, like, they're, I just see their, like, movies and their streaming services going the long run. Just because I feel like there's, like, a lot more you can do of that and disney's like has like is just so creative when it comes to all that yeah and, they do they do have a, a lot of talent with creating movies and stuff and yeah kind of widening like the story and also which is really interesting and also too i know like disney parks like their tickets like to go to those oh, parks are like just insane? going more and more and more yeah. i mean right now i'll check the ticket for a day ticket to a park in disney it's World. not even worth it like like i'd rather just spend that money going on vacation elsewhere yeah i mean i think has it what it's gotten like 200 tickets for like a day to the park t- something dollars, you mean? About that 200 or 200 dollars yeah. yeah actually that's not that no there's no way it's 200 dollars or it's like fast. something close i thought to... i thought you were gonna because that doesn't seem terrible i mean yeah it's expensive but but like for yeah i mean you could compare it to like other theme parks yeah like yeah, not yeah. not disney but... obviously we don't know what the average uh like theme to- park uh ticket cost yeah no it's not 200 it's a little bit less it's 109 dollars. that's actually not bad so i thought it was going to be upwards of i like, thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be like 500 bucks for some reason <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah for a I day would, there I, I was thinking 500 bucks yeah one day ticket 109 dollars oh that's not bad um for disney for disney specifically i mean if like it was 100 bucks for like i don't know like a six flags ticket yeah that's different but um yeah so I agree with you though. I think their streaming service. Obviously, you look at Netflix right now. See what they're doing. 
Yep. And then you have Disney doing it 10 times better. Yeah, I think Disney just had its phase, like, recent, not too long ago of all their expansions they made in their parks. Um, And I think it's really just, unless they have some plans that they haven't unveiled yet about, like, expanding their park, their theme park services. I don't like see crazy. A, I don't see a reason why they would. Though. Yeah, there's they, no, they there's just some, had an expansion right now. I mean, later in the future. Yeah. But like right now, they just enough, had. I don't I don't believe there's enough demand for it anyway at this point in time. Yeah, they already have enough. I feel yeah. like right now for that. But it's just a moving streaming service. It's it a lot of like areas you can go for that. So I think that's where most of their revenue is going to be. And that's where their main focus. Will yeah. Be. Like when was the last time you went to amusement park? For Disney or just amusement park in general? general. Um. It was actually Disney last year in the uh, Christmas. See, I haven't been to the amusement park in probably over four years. I feel like oh, wow. I feel like uh, now that we're moving like into uh, the twenties, I feel like no, no one really goes. The demand is just not yeah. there. It's not what it used to be, you know. I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I'm still I'm a big roller coaster fan. Um, when I was little, I used to go to, like Six Flags a lot used to have season passes there oh, and then as i got older i um i got season passes but like for two there were two years i got season passes and i only went once and that was it yeah like i didn't and then after that it was like why would i i'm not gonna get these in pass anymore i don't go like if i'm only gonna go once then it's like what's the point bro guess what i forgot i forgot to do this <laughs> i totally forgot that's crazy <laughs> you would think three episodes in well, better to do it now than never. Yeah, Har, let's just uh <laughs> let's just cut all of this and restart. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I mean we got the time, it's just I don't know. What else could we pick up on, you think? Oh, actually, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh we didn't even talk about this. FTX, we talked about it last time, but we totally skipped over it's in the it's in the document. So we, we skipped over it. So basically, um FTX. I personally think that the scandal itself needs more media attention. I believe that there's a lot of censorship going on. And a lot I'm of like exclusive, not really a lot of thoughts being made about this specifically through exactly. multiple like sources and, and getting want, different perspectives. I don't want to be political, but um, news companies nowadays, biased, very biased. And oh, yeah, no, I and I did see things that said FTX. Funded. Well, it's known FTX was a big supporter for Dem, Dems and the uh, like running for offices and stuff. So it's kind of like they snuck it under the rug. It's not getting enough attention that like what happened, because since it's not getting attention, how are we going to prevent it from happening again with like the crypto like area? Like you don't want the crypto market to crash that that could I mean, it already messed up a ton of investors. They lost billions of bucks. Let's try not to make that happen again, right? Why don't <laughs> yeah. we do more about it? But I did see that lawmakers are actually starting to talk about uh, regulating cryptocurrencies. Like it, there might be something that enters like the House or the Senate soon. Who knows? There's going to be a bill soon so that it doesn't happen again. Because, um, yeah, it just it should it shouldn't happen at all. And for something that big to go that wrong that quick, it just makes you kind of worry about what else out there could be the next thing to drop, you know? Yeah. Like, um, you see something so successful, yet you truly don't know what's happening on the inside. And yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't know what's going on the inside, what's gonna ha- what's really happening in the work, so they're not going to release that. They're not going to want people to know if there's any, like, toxic 
stuff going on. Yeah, and that's like why this. I like that's that's why I like the Twitter persona. It's full like transparency. Yeah. Whatever they do or whatever happens, they'll let you know. And they also let you know how I'm pretty sure they've been letting people know how they're using their money, their revenue. So I think like they're using their eight dollars to reinvent um the platform in itself. And I I don't really remember exactly what it goes into, but I know they did post it, which is nice to see where your money's going towards the company and its future. But obviously with FTX, they were took too much leverage and it worked against them. So yeah. And I just want to make a point that after this happened, and now that lawmakers were starting to talk about like what processes or what needs to go in place to prevent this from happening again. I think that the cryptocurrency world is about to get a real boom, a real awakening yeah. of reality where regulation comes in and hits them in the head. So that's my thought. And I don't think investors are going to really want uh, their currencies to be regulated because then it's just like, how do you regulate a cryptocurrency exactly? Like that's what, not like that's not know, something that you can just like come up on the top of your head with. Yeah, because I mean it's cash that's like not, not existing like, in your yeah. hand, which is weird. So like, how could you possibly? It, it doesn't make sense, and so that's just an industry I wouldn't want to be a part of right now. As you see, Bitcoin's at sixteen k, and yeah, that's I could see it yeah. going down even more. Yeah, and that's I mean, the main. That's their biggest. Cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency is bitcoin still and it used to be at 60k or 70k and now it's down to 16 so could be still just keep rolling down yeah it yeah. really could um if depending on how um the dollar if the dollar stays strong or if it uh doesn't depending on the value of it then we'll see how bitcoin reacts or cryptocurrency in that case yeah yeah because I just thought of it. There is no exchange like rate for a Bitcoin. You could use it around the world. It's, yeah, not, it's not one currency. Well, technically it's worth US dollars. But it's not like since it isn't like actually hard paper. Yeah. It's so like, like you could probably cash it out. In whatever you could probably currency. cash it out whatever currency you go to if you go to like just say another country. But it is or... based off the US dollar, I believe. Okay. Oh, so maybe if it, I don't, I actually didn't realize this, how that works. I don't know. That'd be interesting if there was like, I mean, there may or may not be, not sure, but if there isn't like, there's an option you can do of like crypto, like, you know, transferring money to like another country or something and like kind of giving the equivalent of like what the currency is in another country of like the yeah. US dollar. Yeah, that I don't know how that works, honestly. That's something to look into. I would just I was thinking because that's like an online platform. I feel like that's something you could like that's something that I feel like that's could be made, you, could be doable. I feel like that's something you know when you see stuff that um says, Oh, this is like how like people spend this much money mining Bitcoin. How do you, what do you mean mining Bitcoin? Like, is there a computer program that <laughs> somehow my like how does that work? You can't mine something online. Like, how does that? Well, you know, like I've seen like computer farms. Obviously, like people buy these warehouses of computers, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're mining Bitcoin." How? What are these computers doing? Like, how are you making? Like, is there? It takes a certain amount of energy to, for these computers to work, and they're like upward spending of like hundred k on like electricity per month or something. Like something crazy like that. Yeah. Like, how are you mining Bitcoin? Like, what do the computers do? That it's just it's, it's weird. 
Yeah, however they I, I've never really thought of that because, like, hmm. if you're if people are quote unquote mining Bitcoin, then it's it's technically value. It's it's like valueless because there's I mean there's no scarcity of it then if people can just mine it. Yeah, and it's not like there's a ending supply. If people of it. can mine. Like, how is that? I, like, I don't, I don't you know. mine online? I, like, I, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> This is like, I mean, I understand, like, person, because there's actually stuff you can mine gate that. I right, think is for value, but. Um, mining Bitcoin explained in simple terms. <clears throat> the process of Bitcoin mining involves the verification of new transactions against the Bitcoin network, which results in the production of new Bitcoins. That doesn't even make sense. The process of Bitcoin yeah. mining involves the verification of new transactions against the Bitcoin network, which results in the production of new Bitcoins. So, oh, maybe, oh, so if you're buying a Bitcoin, you're technically, a computer's making that Bitcoin when you buy it. So that's what it is. And then I think you make a profit off of actually making that Bitcoin, whoever makes it. Oh, that kind of, that kind of makes sense. I don't know how hard it would be to make a Bitcoin. Like, I don't really know what goes behind it. Maybe just like a ton of code or something. Yeah, probably is something on that way to like actually. There's probably some way you could find out online. At a, is the process by that. which Bitcoin transactions are validated digitally on the Bitcoin network and added to the blockchain? Led oh, it's the ledger. So, yeah, I think the mining is just like someone buys in, and you technically make a non-realistic bitcoin or like you know like a something that you could see on your screen yeah and also it applies that like maybe barcode or something for whatever that bitcoin has on it into the uh, blockchain ledger so then you can keep track of like how much bitcoin uh has been sold you know what's the worth of it right now that stuff yeah i don't i don't really know how um that, that's weird <laughs> i don't i don't really see a future for that though the cryptocurrency, maybe. Mining, not so much. That just it, it doesn't make sense to me. So yeah. That was that was interesting. I learned something new today. <laughs> oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, what else could we talk about? Give me give me something. Well, what I was actually gonna say after that, it was actually like on the topic of uh theme parks, but I was I mean go shoot for the moon. It was gonna be um comparing Disney to like Universal, um, which one of their revenues is going to maybe like make more? And the reason why I'm kind of wanted to talk about that is because Universal um, should be soon coming out with their new theme park. You're a geek, you know that. I don't. <laughs> you messing, think I am for this? I'm messing, around, I'm messing around with you, but you know a lot about theme parks. Yeah, I was a big theme park guy yeah. back in the day. Uh, I'll start it off then. Uh, personally, I don't really care about who does better or like I don't really need to look at anything about who does better universal i'm pretty sure universal only has one amusement park right and that's the one um, in florida right next to disney in florida they have so they have oh so maybe, two theme parks they have a water park and then they're coming out with a third one is that all the parks they have they have one well they have one in like in florida those are the ones they have they have one in hollywood oh I and then they, they have only, some international ones i thought as they well. only had one okay then that changes my opinion then. yeah i still think disney will outpace uh, universal in revenue i also think that disney is a lot more cost effective yeah 
And I also think that Disney has a lot more revenue streams than Universal. Like, obviously, Universal has like Universal Studios and that, but they're not, they don't have a streaming platform. Yeah. Like Disney. And also, they're not producing as much, let's say, content as Disney is. And also, I believe that wherever there is a Universal park, there's also a Disney park right across the street. Yeah. That is 10 times better. I've been in Universal. All I, I've been in Universal in uh, Florida, the one right next to Disney. Yep. I, I honestly don't know why they put two like mainstream amusement parks right next to each other. <laughs> but it's just... Um, Maybe you should have put it in a different area of Florida. Yeah, it's just Disney out. Disney has the market share. They have more of the market share. They have more of the demand, I feel like, because who's like, oh, uh, yeah. Instead of going to Disney, guys, we're going to Universal. I don't mean, is it more cost effective? Like, is it cheaper to buy tickets to Universal than go to Disney? Um, uh, yeah, do a little, do a little research for me, really quick. And if if it's not cost effective, then I give the win. I give give Disney. the win if they're yeah. about the same range. I still give it to for Disney. tickets. Disney, okay. They have more Let's attractions. See. I feel like. Yeah. Um, park ticket. So. Yeah, it's. Same. same. Yeah, $109 for a day ticket to the theme park. Oh, it's straight up the same amount. It says 109 yeah. That's nuts. And then, yeah, $80 for the water park, which yeah, no water one, park pick, tickets are probably the same. No one's like going Disney to a water around. park in November. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, that's actually surprising. That is very surprising. I will actually, it is December now, December 1st. Yeah. My mistake. And but, then again, too, Disney, I've been to both the water park at Disney and universal disney's like structure of their water parks are better the way they're operating oh yeah yeah there's yeah that's that's kind of i'm glad you brought that up i'm glad i put my what's your opinion on that do you agree with me about just disney just Uh, well you asked the question of the revenue yeah yeah i would yeah i I would say disney as overall i mean if you're looking at specifically like the theme park like this, if you're looking specifically at the theme parks in dis like in Florida, the Disney ones versus the Universal ones, I think when Universal's new theme park opens, I think for maybe short term, you might see like Universal jump just for that specific those that specific group, just because it's new. But then, like, I think Disney will still like outbeat Universal in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I think I, just because I, it's new, I like agree. people want to. Oh yeah, this is new, new rides, new theme park. Like Disney's just Disney, you know. They built such a good brand, and it's just like when you see Bob Iger coming back. I feel like Disney has such a hardcore fan base. Yeah. Of like, oh my god, like they live for Disney. So I feel like if Disney were to act up or something, do something stupid. That they still have plenty of people to consume their product and what they offer. And that's why I think I don't think Universal has that. So that's why I think uh, Disney is ahead in yeah. every situation. Because if anything bad were to happen, Disney is still like Disney. And they've. They have so many areas. Yeah. Like yeah. you really can't get rid of it. I mean, I don't. I don't see them going bankrupt. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, not in, in like, 100 years. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my thought. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was interesting. I was going to ask you a question, but it complete. we got to start organizing our questions better because we jump from, like, amusement parks to 
uh, Neuralink and monkeys to, I don't know. Twitter. I, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to have to work on this Um, because we're just doing like a free-for-all right now with questions. Yeah. And I have one, but it's going to jump. So going from parks, um, what do you think of gas prices as of right now? Because I, you drive. Yeah. I drive. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, relatively, do you think they're going to go down in the next few months? Or what, what's your thoughts? Because um, it's like 360 per gallon, I think, at least in Connecticut. Per gallon, yeah. I mean, I think they're gonna maybe stay in like a stable area i don't know like you kind of want to say they're gonna see i i have a i have an argument okay i don't know if you want to hear this actually yeah Yeah, i want to hear it okay so basically if you think it's gonna say you're dumb sorry that's what i was gonna say about it possibly moving around buddy yeah there yeah there yeah (laughs) didn't let me finish yeah but i think they're gonna go up you want to know why why so we're heading into winter and you have all this stuff about the energy crisis in the EU right now and in Europe. And it's, it's not looking any better. It's, we rely on gas and oil so much. It's kind of bad. And we've depleted our stockpile of uh, like, you know, of these resources and we're still getting our like, inventories abroad we don't produce as much home as we or domestically as we used to and um i think with you know rising escalations in the world with china uh taiwan ukraine russia uh iran like it's just gonna get worse and i mean well less like access to oil we we, yeah and the eu is already looking at that because you have germany you have england like you have all these countries just like struggling to get the, their basic demand of or their basic supply of uh, oil and gas right now. And this is before the cold even strikes. Like we're in what, like 40 ish to 50 ish degrees right now. This yeah. is before it turns to 2030s. And so I think prices are going to go back up with such a limited supply right now because. They're still cutting production, I believe, abroad. And obviously, we're not getting Russian oil or gas. So that's my thought. So if if you think that gas prices are going to go down, I would have to strongly disagree with you because I don't see any increase in supply anytime soon. What do you have to say? I think it's going to... In, go. If you say decrease, I'll come over there and slap you. <laughs> it's gonna decrease, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say probably like more so on the upside than the stable side, like stable up, just because of what's going on in the world right now. Um, to support, um, also to just like shortages of oil, um, less of it being able, less access to it um not with that reasoning too um just with less with less access to it more demand which would just lead to prices going more so up now how long would you say that prices go up yeah um I, i don't really have the whole like economics on it like the whole background on it that i should 
but I could probably assume that anywhere from uh, upwards of like a year or two, I would think, because I don't see this Ukraine-Russia conflict ending anytime soon. I see this going on for two more years at least. Yeah, Maybe a year, I don't know. Uh, it's just, actually, we have to see how this spring goes with the conflict to determine how far long this war will go. Because I think, obviously, winter is going to slow down the war a ton. But once we get into the spring, we got to see how both nations react. And so, depending on the war outcome, that's really when oil and gas will uh, change drastically, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my take. Um, do I have a question for you, or just to end it off? Uh you have a question? Do you have any topics that throw me throw me a bone? Um, no, just give me a topic and I'll ask you a question. All right. All right. Let's talk about. I know we talked about before, like Under Armour, Nike, like just in the clothing industry. Maybe something else, with, like other clothing industries, like um, we could talk- like casual wear or not casual, like more like you want to talk about- or like some like companies along the lines. You want to like- talk about bougie stuff, like. <laughs> I don't know something along the lines of that, like nicer just- stuff, like Tommy, nicer stuff, stuff yeah. yeah. Well, um, see, with clothes, it's kind of repetitive. That's the thing. Because yeah. all these manufacturing companies and shoe companies, they all have the same costs. And they all, like, outsource from, like, the same countries. So what's happening in those countries is happening yeah, in those same. companies. And, yeah, it's just, like, I don't really know what more to say on that. I was thinking maybe we could switch an industry up. And actually, I have a question. Um. So for 2023, what industry do you think is going to um, really have the most growth? And just give me just give me like a very broad like estimate of how much you think it's going to grow by. Um, you could take into terms or like you could take it into effect like, you know, leadership for we still have Biden 2023, obviously, yeah. uh, but it's going to be towards the end of his term. So we got it. We got yeah, to think- it's towards the end of his term. Um, got to think about it a bit. Did I stump you? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, like, I have a I good mean, industry. Where would you say? I honestly. Would- or would you say it's like a close race between a couple? So it is a close race. Yeah, I, that's. So uh, I'm giving it more of the uh, energy side. I think energy will boom. In energy in, companies, in terms of clean energy, okay, because like after producing like lighting, all that, like, or like, I'm talking about like uh, solar, solar, hydrogen, yep. okay, uh, you know, like water, like all that stuff. Because I think that, um, after this winter and after we see all these uh countries struggling to find energy like sources to heat, like their population and keep everyone warm and safe during the winter. I think a lot of companies or not a lot of companies. I think a lot of countries are going to hire the best uh, clean energy like corpse. And I think they're going to get a lot more demand than they did. So maybe we'll see that happening soon. What would you say is the other sector you were thinking of? Oh, I think. Rather than energy. Like if it's a close uh, race between like that and see, something else, or are you just really I, thinking? I'm Saturday thinking tech. I think tech. tech will have a good year. Yeah, that, want, that was yeah. I, I want to I want to put it into. I don't think the tech industry as a whole will do good. I want to take a little cut of it and okay. talk about or just 
specific area of tech yeah, that yeah, will be yeah, doing yeah. good. So okay. I, obviously manufacturing. So like chip, chip manufacturing is going to be huge as we're still in that shortage. And when you have companies like AMD, NVIDIA, Intel, I think they're all going to see uh, a lot more demand, obviously. But maybe once all this conflict ends and, you know, the world gets back on track, we'll see supply chains normalize. Then we'll see that increase in uh, demand. So, yeah, that's I have a very high look for 2023. Uh, but more so, I have the, the high look of that. I think that'll go into the like the 30s. OK. Yeah, I do like the tech area. Um, and it's such like a basic like, thing to say too. I feel like it's just like so obvious, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think this technology just keeps on growing and growing. Um, I mean, technology is something that people use every day. Most people use every day, and it's kind of like a necessity in a way for like they've they made it to the point where it is a necessity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a necessity we, to have we technology. Rely on technology. That's the biggest thing that I would say. Like technology is going to be. Uh, um, if you couldn't big. pick technology. Would you pick? I honestly, if I can pick anything tech wise, I would pick the health industry. I think that uh, there are a lot of therapeutic companies and uh, corporations that are looking for new uh, cures to diseases and preventions, obviously. Of yeah, the, the technology diseases being used today for, or technology developing for that will be like, oh, yeah, that's, helpful, of, like yeah. trying to find those cures. But also, and, like, there's cures going, like, obviously. There's companies who cure like cancer and yeah. HIV, AIDS, and all that stuff. And I think that's going to be huge. I saw something. A company rose like over 40% in one day after they announced positive uh, uh, results on a, I think, on a, like a pipeline drug that they were working on. I forget for like what it was uh, trying to cure, but it showed positive effects. And it, the stock just went like crazy. And I was like, wow. Like, so... I think we're going to enter the catalyst, like a catalyst of health stocks, specifically the ones producing yeah. drugs. So, yeah, specific drugs pertaining to actual like, uh, like really common diseases and stuff that are life effective. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, that, I'm, I'm done if you are. Yeah, that, that closes me up for today. That's yeah. That's all I got to for today. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you again, thank you guys, for tuning in for our third episode. It might have been a little all over the place, but we swear we'll get better at it. <laughs> we we really got to organize how we uh do our podcast. Yeah, we should have certain sections, and we should just like stick to them. stick and to them, and then bounce around. You go know? to the next one in an yeah. organized manner. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, thank you again, guys, for tuning in and. We'll see you soon. Yeah, see you.